0: The scale of loss made it inevitable. She was healthy, smart, just the wrong side of 40, and she had a family she adored and a job she cherished. Everything was being cut short, and it was the theft of her unlived life that saddened her most. In the days leading to this moment, Sylvia had often found herself wondering whether it truly was inevitable. Perhaps if she'd handled things another way... "'if she had been a different person, if she'd sought help sooner. "'But there was no more to be gained from lamenting what had happened "'than there was from mourning her unlived future. "'She wondered if this was how schizophrenics felt. "'Her rational mind was calm and reflective, "'but there was part of her that was determined to fight the inevitable. "'It felt feral in its angry efforts to try to breathe, "'to tear the rope, to lash out. "'Her whole body shuddered with the sheer force of this beast.' while her brain registered what was happening as it might note the behaviour of a stranger, as though her death was happening to someone else. Bright lights suddenly flared in her vision, colours so vivid she could taste them. They exploded wherever she looked, filling her eyes with beauty. Sylvia had read about this, the last furious firing of the brain before it began to shut down. Her body writhed violently, as though the primitive regions of her mind sensed they had very little time left. It was hard to see through her tears and the crackling colours, and now Sylvia had a sense of the world growing distant. Then there was a sudden pinprick of white, which burned brighter than anything she'd ever seen. It grew bigger, consuming everything until her eyes saw nothing but the blazing heart of a sun. Freefall. The reason she was dying. The unwelcome word violated her mind, burning through it, leaving nothing in its wake. Her very last thought. Freefall. Sylvia's body fell still, and the primal resistance died. The instinctive and the rational uniting in emptiness as the last embers of her life were extinguished. Her heart kept beating after her body fell still. After a while it stopped, and the blood began to cool in her veins. CHAPTER TWO The stars didn't judge him. Seated beneath the sweeping canopy of distant suns, for a moment John Wallace shed his burden in contemplation of the eternal fires that blazed in countless distant galaxies. They were unmoved by the guilt he'd carried ever since the woman he loved had died in his arms, and they, like the jagged mountains that surrounded him, would stand undiminished when Wallace and everyone who might remember him were long dead. Considering the Eternal gave Wallace momentary respite, but he did not live in the endless heavens and was bound to earth, caught in the tangle of emotions life had woven for him. Guilt dragged him back, and the majesty of his surroundings faded as he remembered that he did not deserve to be free. He pictured her distraught face looking up at him, and the looming peaks of the Hindu Kush mountains were lost to maudling grief. I miss you, he said softly. I miss you so much. The heavy ache that had filled his chest ever since her death intensified spreading from his heart until it pulled at his entire body, as though trying to force it to collapse from within. It was a familiar sensation, one that Wallace knew he needed. This painful burden was the only remaining connection he had to the woman he loved. He couldn't let it go. I thought I knew what I was doing, he continued. I don't. The peace of the forest was broken by the crunch of approaching footsteps, and Wallace fell silent immediately. Truxiol. The boy's voice came from behind Wallace, and he turned to see Kurik, his host's youngest son, approaching, his olive complexion lit by starlight. For all his months in Kamdesh, Wallace had been unable to learn the meaning of Troxiol, the name his host, Vosseruk, had given him. Whenever he asked, people smiled sympathetically, but would simply repeat Vosseruk's pronouncement that it was his calm name. monsieur? Kurik continued as he stepped closer. Todgija kudu English, please, Wallace replied, having only recognised a single word, zotr.